Let us help you reach your peak in retirement. It's time for Your Retirement Elevated. Hey, welcome to another edition of Your Retirement Elevated. I'm Walter Storholt. We've given Scott Dugan, your usual host, the day off today. Instead, we have a special edition of the show on the way. We're going to help you learn all about Medicare on today's episode, giving you the latest updates when it comes to Medicare and what you need to know as it relates to some of your important retirement choices. To help us do that, Courtney Dale from the Elevated Retirement Group team is here to fill us all in as our Medicare expert and the person that's going to lead you through this conversation. Now, this is a bit of a unique episode here on the program because uh, we're not going to have a conversation back and forth. What you're going to hear is actually originally taped as a webinar uh, for clients of Elevated Retirement Group. So uh, you'll be hearing what that webinar presentation sounded like um, here on this audio format. I think you'll get great information out of it. You do not need to see the slides uh, to be able to, to get some, some great info. Uh, from this. Um, however, if you would like to see the slides or would like to just get some more information in writing or the visuals to accompany some of this, don't hesitate to reach out to the Elevated Retirement Group team, and they can certainly help you there. The number to call is 913-393-4724, or you can go online to listen to scott.com. All right, let's get to it. Courtney Dale is going to tell us all we need to know about the latest Medicare updates, especially as we approach 2024 here, what's important for you to know, and, and as well as some of the common questions that need to get answered about Medicare and that you should know um, as you're thinking about making those elections and selections in the months and years ahead. So let's get to it. Here's Courtney Dale. Hello, everyone. My name is Courtney Dale, and I'm here today to talk to you about all the parts of Medicare. We're going to discuss a, B, C, and D when it comes to and how those plans and parts relate to each other when it comes to the topic of Medicare. The presentation today is not going to take us long, but by the time we are finished here, we hope to answer all of your questions and even questions you hadn't even thought of when it comes to the topic of Medicare. So real quick, I'm going to share my screen here and we're going to go through these slides together. So Medicare one-on-one -on -one starts with the definition of Medicare, and that is that provides health insurance to Americans age 65 and older and to younger individuals with certain disabilities or health conditions. It consists of parts A, B, C, and D. And as I stated earlier, we are going to touch on all of those today. So the most popular question when it comes to Medicare, definitely the most asked question and probably the most important question is when can I sign up? So your initial enrollment period is when you are turning 65, when you are first eligible for parts A and B. So let's give the example of I have an October birthday. I'm turning 65 in October. So my seven-month initial enrollment window starts three months before the month of October, the whole month of October, and then three months after the month of October. So your initial enrollment period is a seven-month window when you are initially eligible for Medicare at the age of 65. If you want your coverage to start on the first day of the month that you turn 65, you need to enroll in your parts A and B in the three months before your start date. If you don't know when you need it to start, you can enroll after once you know an effective date. You can enroll again the whole month of your birthday 
and the three months after. As long as you sign up during that seven-month period, you will suffer no penalties or any kind of implications for your Medicare coverage. Now, just because you are turning 65 does not mean that you have to take advantage of your initial enrollment period. You can delay your Medicare benefits for as long as you want, as long as you have credible coverage in place. So if you have a group plan or a spouse's group plan or any kind of plan with 20 employees or more that would be deemed credible coverage, you do not have to sign up for Medicare. You do not have to take your Medicare benefits. If you are delaying your Medicare benefits, you go into what's called a special enrollment period and you can do that at any time. Let's go back to that month that you decide you didn't need it to start the month of your birthday, but it needed to start the month after your birthday, then you would have to enroll the month that you turned 65. If we go back to that October birthday, if you sign up in October, it's going to start November 1st. If you sign up a month after, then it keeps going and adding a month. So we have to be strategic and we have to know exactly what our effective dates are. Now we're going to get into the parts of Medicare and what is covered on Medicare, and then we're going to go right into what is not covered on Medicare. So the things that are covered, the first part is going to be Part A. So Part A is everything inpatient. So anytime you are admitted into a facility, a hospital, skilled nursing, hospice falls under Part A, any kind of home health care, that all goes to Part A. There is a deductible for Part A. In 2023, it was $1,600 per benefit period. You do not pay for Part A after the age of 65. It is considered premium free if you paid taxes for 10 years. So A is our hospital insurance. The easiest way to remember that is everything inpatient. B is pretty much the opposite of A. So B is everything outpatient. A is inpatient. B is outpatient. We don't pay for A. We do pay for B. B has a monthly premium. The Part B premiums are based on your income. They start at $164.90 a month. If you're a higher earner, you'll pay more. There are surcharges for higher earners, and they are based on adjusted gross income for the two years prior. However, that came out on your tax return. So again, B is outpatient. We pay a monthly premium for outpatient. It also has a deductible just like A. It is much lower than the A and it works differently. A is per benefit period and the part B deductible is per calendar year. So the max out of pocket someone would pay for any healthcare, any outpatient services in an entire year would be $226 for the January 1 to December 31st. Anything like our regular doctor's visits, anything outpatient, some durable medical equipment such as wheelchairs, walkers, uh, CPAP devices, any preventative service, that all goes under Part B. So A and B is going to cover about 80% of a person's health care costs. So we combine those two together and we get about 80% of the way covered. If we want to get everything else covered, we have to add on some plans because here's a list of everything that is not covered on Medicare. So nothing related to long-term care or custodial care. 
nothing related to routine dental or vision, dentures, any cosmetic surgery, any acupuncture, nothing is covered in regards to hearing aids and exams for fitting them. Home health care isn't covered in most situations and a lot of indirect cancer expenses. Also co-pays and deductibles are not covered under Medicare. So we have a pretty long list of things that aren't covered. They do cover a lot. So how do we fill in that 20% gap? We can do that in multiple ways. The first way that we're gonna talk about is called a traditional Medicare supplemental insurance plan. This is going to be, you've, you may have heard of it called a plan G or a plan N or a plan F. So you have A and B, you must have B, you must be on your full Medicare benefits to purchase a Medicare supplemental plan. You choose the, the insurance company and you choose the price. They all vary based on the insurance company. The one thing people do not realize about Medicare supplements is that they are standardized coverage. They must follow the federal and state laws. So what that means is a plan G is plan G is plan G. It doesn't matter which company you have it with. It is the same coverage. It is the same deductible. It is the same across the board. So very, very important to have your Medicare supplemental plans compared to everything else that's out there because we are comparing apples to apples on the coverage. Again, every company has a different price point. So same coverage, you could be paying a little bit more or possibly switch to something and save some money if something if another company is offering the same plan for a little bit cheaper. Again, the enrollment question comes up with every plan we're talking about. When do I enroll in my Medicare supplemental plan? You are going to want to start your first Medicare supplemental insurance when you start everything else. So when you're when you're A and you're B and everything else starts, if it's October 1, we need your Medicare supplemental plan to start on the same day because it's going to cover everything that A and B leaves off. Like I said, the two most popular Medicare supplemental plans are going to be the G and the N. You will see here down in these columns, every everywhere that there is a gray box is a gap in coverage. It's, it means something that they don't cover. So if we go horizontally on the plan G, I'm sorry, vertically on, on these columns, if we go all the way down vertically on the plan G, the only thing that it does not cover is the Part B deductible. Remember, that's the small one. That's the $226 per calendar year. So it's going to cover absolutely everything. And the only out-of-pocket you would ever have would be the $226 per calendar year. So a Medicare supplement can be combined with your Part A and B as a way to fill in that 20% gap. You could also do a Part C, which is a Medicare Advantage plan to fill in that gap. And Part C is never referred to as a supplemental, but it does supplement A and B. So there's a Medicare supplemental plan and then there's an Advantage plan. So just a quick recap as we continue to go here and add on parts, we've talked about A, which is our inpatient. We've talked about B, which is our outpatient. We've talked about supplemental plans, which is going to be a G most likely or an N. Now we are talking about part C. So Medicare Advantage plan, again, is offered by a private insurance company. It includes all of your A and B benefits. So it combines those two in one. It also includes prescription drug coverage. And sometimes they add on extra benefits like dental, vision, hearing, gym memberships, 
Here's how they differ from a Medicare supplemental plan. The big difference between a Medicare supplemental plan and an Advantage plan is that a Medicare supplemental plan, you can go anywhere you want in the United States as long as they accept Medicare. An Advantage plan can only be accepted in the network that accepts the Advantage plan. So as long as your doctors and clinics and hospitals accept your Advantage plan, you're good. But if you live in an area that doesn't have a lot of open networks, you probably don't want to do an Advantage plan because you are confined to a network. This happens typically in rural areas. We see this the most with options being very low. So if one ho- if there's only one hospital in the area and that hospital doesn't accept Advantage plans, you definitely need to have a Medicare supplement. The enrollment windows are a little different also. So you can switch out your Medicare supplemental plan at any time during the year. So you want to shop around in June for your Medicare supplemental plan to see if there's something better or different, you can do that. You can do it. You can switch in and out of a Medicare supplemental plan at any time during the year. An Advantage plan can only be changed during this time of year, which is the fall. October 15th through December 7th of every year is the window called open enrollment, also called annual election period. That is the only time of year that you can switch in or out of an Advantage plan. So the Part C's do not have as much flexibility when it comes to changing. If you are in one and you don't make changes for the upcoming year during open enrollment, you will just have to stay in that plan for another year. What do I pay with an Advantage plan? You will still have to pay your Part B premium. Some of them have a monthly premium. Some of them have a zero monthly premium. So there's no monthly premium on some. There is zero deductible Advantage plans and there's Advantage plans with a deductible. There are sometimes co-pays and co-insurance. Some of them do not. It all depends on in and out of network services. And then once you meet your annual out-of-pocket, which does vary from plan to plan, you pay nothing for everything for the remainder of the year. Those yearly limits vary anywhere from 3,500 to 7,000. But again, there's lots of variables in those out-of-pockets. So um, we don't get too hung up on that. These are definitely not one size fits all. Like the supplementals are, everyone's getting the same coverage. These are based on kind of your wants, needs, and of course, where you live and if your doctors and clinics accept the Advantage plans. So we have covered A, we've covered B, we've covered Part C now, and we've covered G and N. Now we are going to talk about Part D. Part D is prescription drug coverage, and you have to have a Part D plan in some form. So there are two ways to get a Part D. If you take the route of original Medicare with a supplement, you need a prescription drug plan as a standalone. So it's going to be with its own company. It's going to have its own premium, and it's going to be added to your A, B, and your supplement. If you purchase a Medicare Advantage plan, most likely your prescription drug coverage is going to be included in your Advantage plan. When do I join, switch, or drop a Part D plan? They follow the same enrollment guidelines as the Advantage plan. So the only time you can change your Part D prescription drug plan is during this time of year, October 15th through December 7th. That's why we see an influx in advertising for Medicare during this time of year, because it's the only time of year that you can go in or out 
of a drug plan. It's the only time of year that you can make changes to your drug plan and your Medicare Advantage plans. How do I pay for a prescription drug plan and what do I pay for? So depending on the plan you choose, you're going to have a premium tied to it if you have a standalone the formulary drug list of the plan, meaning how each plan wants to cover each tier of drugs. So each plan has built-in tiers. They decide how your drugs fall in to those tiers. Pharmacy can be a factor on how much you're paying for your drug costs. So here's the biggest reason to have your plans reviewed every year when it comes to the prescription drug side of things. So we have this thing when it comes to prescription drugs called the donut hole. So we have to look at, when we're talking about the donut hole, we have to look at the total costs combined on the retail costs of the drug. Not what you are paying at the pharmacy, but the total retail costs of the drug. So starting in January 1 every year, everyone starts at zero. And every time you refill, your totals just keep accumulating and accumulating on the retail cost of the drug. So if you're taking some expensive blood thinners and insulins and things like that, it wouldn't take very long for the retail costs of the drugs combined to reach $4,660. Once that happens, once you get to $4,660, then you go into what's called a coverage gap, also known as the donut hole. So if you have a coverage gap, that means that your plan is paying for less and you are paying for more. So you start paying more for your drugs at the pharmacy when you get into that donut hole. The only way to get out of the donut hole is for your total to reach 6,550. Once that number is reached on the combined cost of your drugs, then you go into what's called catastrophic coverage, and then your costs go down significantly. You only pay a small, tiny bit of the, the cost of your drugs. So it does get better, but typically if you go in the donut hole and then out into catastrophic, it had to get worse before it got better. So it's very, very wise to have these plans reviewed and look at those different plans out there. See where you're at for this year. See what's coming up next year. Nine times out of 10, you can switch to a different plan and save some money. Sometimes the best fit is to just stay where you are at. But a lot of times a review is going to help you figure out whether or not you need to stay where you're at, whether you need to change. Can I save money? Uh, your drugs change throughout the course of the year. So very, very important to have those prescription drug plans reviewed and, and all of your Medicare plans reviewed once a year to make sure there's not anything better fit for you the next year. Because if you do nothing, you have to stay in these plans for a whole nother year. You cannot go more than 63 days without credible coverage on the prescription plans. If you do, the government starts assessing a 1% of the national base premium. And that attaches to your monthly premium when you decide to add on a plan at some point. If you didn't at first, but you did later, you would have a late enrollment penalty and that will stay with you for the rest of your life. It never goes away. So it's much better to get a, a plan on the front end when you start Medicare than it is to deal with the penalty later. So we mentioned a few things that are not covered on Medicare and we're going to kind of dig a little bit deeper into those few things here towards the end of our, we're getting close to the end of our presentation. We've talked about all the different parts, how they work together, what's covered, 
And now we're going to talk a little bit more about what is not covered. So Medicare does not cover dental. Some of the Medicare Advantage plans offer some dental coverage. It's not a it's not equivalent to a dental plan. Uh, if you want more coverage than what's on your your Advantage plan, or if you don't have dental at all, you can add these plans on. They are inexpensive. They cover very similar to what we're used to on our group coverage or what we're used to on anything else. And you would add them on as either a standalone or the dental coverage would be included into your Medicare Part C if you had an Advantage plan. Home health care is something that's new this year. Originally, Medicare covered everything that had to do with home health care services. Then during the pandemic, they... I'm sorry, they they didn't ever cover home health care services. Then during the pandemic, they said, okay, now we're going to cover home health care services because people can't leave their home. Now they've taken it away again this year. So what happens is if you have to go into the hospital for something, a stroke, um, hip replacement, knee replacement, something that is less than a three-day hospital stay, and most things are less than a three-day hospital stay, and you need physical therapy or you need speech therapy or occupational therapy and you need those things in your home or your doctor orders them for you at home, you simply don't have anyone to take you or you don't fill up to it. If you have home health care come to your house for any of these home health care services, there's, there's a long list. These are just three examples. You will have to pay 100%. So if you choose to have care in your home or the choice is made for you, you will have to pay 100% of your home health care costs. You'll get the bill for that. Medicare will not cover it. There are home health care insurance plans. If you'd like to have those services covered, um, we would be happy to give you more information about those. Um, but just be aware that that is a new change this year. And if you are in the hospital for less than three days, Medicare will not cover home health care costs. Cancer policies are another option that people can add on. It is optional coverage. One in two men and one in three women will get a cancer diagnosis in their lifetime. A lot of things Medicare covers on cancer, but especially on the Medicare Advantage plans, there's usually a 20% copay for cancer services. Um, there are chemotherapy medications that are not covered on Medicare at all. So a lot of people add on these lump sum payout cancer policies. Upon diagnosis, they cut you a check. They're fixed rates. You can add coverage for spouse and children. Inexpensive plans that you can add on to all the rest of your coverage. So just to circle back and give you this uh, very um, kind of high level flow chart of everything that we've talked about today. I'm going on to Medicare or I have Medicare. I am either on the original Medicare side. If I'm on the original Medicare side, which is on the left-hand side of the screen, I have Part A, I have Part B, I have a prescription drug coverage plan, also known as Part D, and then I'm adding on a Medicare supplement and any other supplements to that. If I have a Medicare Advantage plan, Part C, then I have A and B combined, usually a Part D. If I don't have Part D coverage, I have to add it on as a standalone. And then we add on any other extra coverage to those two as well. But it is one or the other. There is never going to be a combination of the two. Um, it's either original Medicare or a Medicare Advantage plan.
So that is all I had on my slides. Again, we call this Medicare one-on-one because again, it is a very high level description of all the parts of Medicare. We would be happy to sit down in any type of one-on-one appointment and go over this in in depth based on your specific situation. Uh, we do not charge for our fees. Again, you we give free advice. So if you'd like to schedule an appointment with us, all of our information will be on this email. You can call the Elevated Group. They will have all of our contact information. We can do Zoom. We can do a face-to-face, whatever is most convenient for you. We hope this helped, and we hope to hear from everyone soon. Thanks for joining us on today's edition of Your Retirement Elevated. Big thanks to Courtney Dale for all that great information about Medicare. Again, if you have any questions at all about your retirement, maybe something specific about Medicare that you heard on today's episode, don't hesitate to reach out to the Elevated Retirement Group team. You can ask your questions by calling 913-393-4724 or go online to listentoscott.com and get in touch through the website. Thanks for joining us, and we'll look forward to talking to you next time. Scott will be back with us for our next episode here on Your Retirement Elevated. Talk to you soon. Investment advisory services offered through Elevated Capital Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor.